0: Hi, and welcome to the Northridge Vineyard Evening Community Podcast. We're a church community in Sydney, Australia, who are passionate about pursuing God together and seeing the world changed by His love. We hope this message challenges and inspires you. For more talks and other resources, please visit our website, www.northridge.org.au. Cool. Um, so like Chris said, my name is Jen, and we get to pastor this Fun community and we love it. Um, And I've been loving this series. Um, It's just been awesome to dig into the word and to and to find out more about who Jesus is. Um, So if you are visiting or you're new or you're just trying to catch up on what's been going on, um, we are in week five of a nine-week series. Um, and we're looking at the Gospel of John. Um, and Chris did this awesome intro to the series. And so I just wanted to remind us why we're actually camping here for um, for nine weeks in these I Am statements of Jesus. Um, at the end of 2018, Chris and I really felt that the Lord was speaking these words of spiritual maturity over our faith community for this year. Um, and we really believe that God wants us to grow, not just in size and numbers, which is, which is good, but we, he wants us to grow deep. I was, um, uh, during pre-service prayer, which is amazing, you should come, like the Holy Spirit is so... Present there, so thick. Um, So encourage you to do that. But anyway, I was thinking about um, in Jeremiah how this thing about the the oak, the oak of righteousness, and how its roots go deep. And I just feel like that's what the Lord is doing with us this year, Um, and especially using this um, this series. Um, But yeah, He wants us to go deeper with Him. He wants us to set our our roots deeper. He wants us to know Him personally. And to grow in that maturity and really take our faith life um take responsibility of it because how easy is it to rock up on a sunday or rock up to your life group and just be like yeah i've kind of ticked the boxes like i i feel like i do that all the time and i i know that probably sounds wrong it's like oh during you're the pastor you're not supposed to um just tick the boxes but i fall into that too like we're all in the same boat um so i just want to encourage you that um it's really important we take our faith and we own it. Um, we just grab hold and we eat as much of this stuff as we can and we read it and we, and we mull on it and ask questions. Um, and the thing that I love about all these passages is they're asking us, who is Jesus? What was he about? And how does relationship with him change our lives? Because it's supposed to be a life-changing relationship, not just, there's my mate Jesus over there. So... Um, you know, I'm going to pray for us again because I really feel like the Holy Spirit needs to come and do a bit of work in our hearts tonight. Um, and this passage is something, I'm not usually short on words. Um, I feel like I have an excess of words most of the time, but this this has really weighed on my, on my heart this past couple of weeks. And especially this week, I don't usually find myself bawling my eyes out, but I've had this real sense in my heart that the Lord is going to do something tonight in us um, and wants to change us and so the only way that can happen is if we actually lean into what the Holy Spirit wants to do so um, if you want to join me let's just pray quickly um, yeah Holy Spirit we just stop and we say come would you come and convict us and transform us and change us to be more like you Jesus We want to be people of faith who have roots that go deep. We want to be people who are immature in our faith. And so would you come and do something in us tonight? Would you prod us when we need to be prodded? Would you ruffle our feathers and make us uncomfortable so that we can step forward into the more of you? So would you challenge us? Yeah, we just ask for more, Lord. Amen. Cool. All right. We are going to jump into John 10, and I'm reading from the message version tonight, Um, just because sometimes I really like the message version. Um, It makes a little more sense to me. It kind of puts things in simpler language, and I find that really, really, really helpful. So if you find that you open your Bible and you have no idea what's going on, I just want to encourage you to whack open the message. It's on all the Bible apps. It's online. You can buy one for like 10 bucks. Just get your hands on it um, because sometimes it's so refreshing to read um, the word in a a new way. Okay, cool. So John 10, um, we're going to read two verses one to 10. So it says, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees here. Let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen, instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good. A sheep rustler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognise his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them, and they follow because they're familiar with his voice. They won't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about, so he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good, sheep stealers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Hmm. So good. Last time I spoke, I'm pretty sure I spilled my water all down my front um so I'm really glad I didn't do that just then (laughs) okay so this passage I love it um it just makes sense to me I love sheep I love farms I love country New South Wales um I spent a lot of time on farms as a kid I had a family member who lived on a farm I have family out in rural New South Wales I have um and I would go on these like farm camps. I think they were called ag camps. Do they still run them, Adam, through a scripture union? Yes. Oh my goodness. Has anyone ever done an ag camp? No. Okay. It's just me. All right. Well, so I would go camp on these farms and you go spend your holidays working on the land. So you would be a farmer for your holidays. And I loved it. It was so much fun. It was hands-on. You'd learn something new. You'd meet people from all over Australia. Um, and I just, I love that time. But um, I think it was my second camp, um, I met the Holy Spirit for the first time, actually singing How Deep the Father's Love, um, so thank you Sam, he didn't know that, but yeah, that was really beautiful, um, yeah, so I met the Holy Spirit to that song, I was bursting into tears while I was singing it, I was like, what is wrong with me? And then I was sitting in my, my tent and reading The Purpose Driven Life, if you've never read it, um, it's an awesome little, like, what's it all about? This whole Jesus thing. Um, So I was reading that and I met Jesus. And so I feel like I've got a real personal connection with this whole rural land sheep thing. So I'm like, Jesus, I know what you're on about here. I can deal with being like, I can understand what you're talking about when you're calling me a sheep. Like, I want to be a sheep. So um, I have this clip that we're going to watch, Ben. It's loaded in YouTube. um, And it just demonstrates this whole shepherd, gatekeeper, sheep relationship better than I could put into words, so I'm just going to watch it. Cool. Has anyone seen sheep do that? Who can turn it off. I think it goes for like five minutes of him saying that and the sheep running around being like, yes, feed me, feed me. That's how I often feel. Yes, feed me. How cool is that? Yeah, that's amazing. Like, when I, um, I, I think, I, I think Bobby Houston might have posted it on her Instagram or something last year, but I remember seeing it and just stuck in my head because like I'm such a visual person. I was like, oh, that's what it means to know the shepherd's voice. Like. That is what it is. Anyway, so I just have a few points I wanted to draw out of this passage um, tonight. And then we're going to stop and we're going to do some business with the Lord because I just feel like he has some stuff that he wants to do, um, which will be much more interesting and a lot of fun. So we're going to fly through a couple of points um, and then get get some business happening. So number one, um, Jesus, he wants us to know his voice. He wants us to know his voice. He doesn't want us to feel like he's distant and he doesn't talk. And I feel like there's a group of us in here who feel like God stops speaking. Almost like you're in a bit of a spiritual drought. I've been feeling that really strongly this week. That there are people in here who've been in a spiritual drought for a long time. Um, that there's a group of people in here who feel like God doesn't speak. Some of us want to, um, we know his voice and we hear his voice, but we, want, we just want more. Like we want the more of what the Lord's got for us. And then I feel like there's a small group of us who are exhausted. We are totally tired of waiting for him. We've asked for him to speak and we've said, yes, my ears are open. Come do your thing, Lord. But you're tired of waiting for him and so you've checked out. And so I feel really strongly that um, tonight the Lord wants to reveal himself again to us. Um, So we're going to do some of that in a little bit. But how do we actually learn his voice? How How do we be one of those sheep? I think it's all about getting up close and personal, like in the face of Jesus. It's about getting into the word. Like we learn about who he is, who the person of Jesus is by actually reading it. And then sitting with him and asking him to reveal himself more. And he'll do it. Like, I think it's one of those things that we find hard to persist with. And we feel, sometimes we can feel like he's hiding himself, um, but he's not. He's revealing himself um, all through the pages in here. If you're not hearing, if you don't feel like you're hearing his voice or you're seeing him in your everyday, he's revealing himself through this thing, like every single page. It's incredible. Like, just open it and ask him to speak. And so I want to ask, what do we actually do when he speaks to us? Do you listen to it? Do you stop and do you pay attention? Or do you push on with your day? Or do you miss it? You don't know know when he's actually speaking. Or do you run to him, you hear his voice, and you bolt down that hill like one of those sheep in the clip? Um, Andy Starr, who pastors our Hornsby community with his beautiful wife, Sarah, um, posed this question recently that um, I think Chris and I both felt like it, it was a kick in the guts. It took the wind out of us. He said, what was the last thing that God asked you to do and did you do it? I'm just going to let that sink in for a sec. Just have a think. What was the last thing that God asked you to do and did you actually do it? It's not about making you feel guilty either. Can you even remember the last thing that he said? Or do you write it down? Do you have a spot where you write it down? Like maybe you've got a thing like Notes app on your phone or you've got a journal. Um, Maybe you missed it and that's okay. We're all learning. But I want to encourage you that when he asks you to do something, to take note, there's a reason he's asking you to do it. Write it down and track it. See how you go. And number three, what are the other voices that you're allowing to speak into your life? This parable, it says it right there, that there are people who will jump the fence and think that they're faster and better and that there are more righteous ways to find peace and fulfilment in life. But who are you going to listen to? The sheep rustlers, the other voices, who are offering you life and fulfillment? Or Jesus, who gave it all, he gave his all on the cross so that we could have relationship? And I can't remember how he says it at the end of this passage. Uh, he says, so that you can have real and eternal life, more and better life than you've ever dreamed of. So I think that we need to be aware of the voices that speak the loudest in our lives. If we're going to learn to listen to Jesus, we need to be aware of that. So just some little questions. Do you look at Instagram to keep you company? You just find yourself mindlessly scrolling through or watching people's Insta stories and there's people that you don't know. And so you're like, I'm just going to watch like half an hour of Instagram stories. Do you opt for Netflix and chill instead of coffee and Jesus? Me, I do that all the time. <laughs> Does, is there a negative voice in your mind that speaks louder than the voice of the Lord? Are there words that people have spoken over your life um, in the past that you need to deal with? And maybe tonight's the night to just cut that off. Jesus is very good at that one hmm so all i wanted actually just another question <laughs> who's the loudest voice in your world like is it your partner or is it um a friend or is it a teacher or is it chris because i mean he gives a a banger of a of a talk but uh it's it's not jesus i mean you hope you i mean he's listening to Jesus and saying stuff that he's that he's felt like Jesus has brought to him but it's not the same I think it's really important that we're evaluating the voices that we're allowing to speak into our lives and maybe we need to do a little social media cleanse like not cut it off I'm just saying like maybe there are unhelpful people that we're following or maybe there are unhelpful friends in our worlds So all I wanted to place before us this evening, I just wanted to put a couple of thoughts out there because I feel like the Lord has a couple of things he wants to do. But he just, Jesus so desperately wants us to know his voice. That's the way that we grow. That's the way we do this whole faith thing is by knowing the voice of the one that we're following. And he wants us to actually listen and to act on what he's actually saying to us. Would we be willing to be followers who do that? When they say actions speak much louder than words, I want to be a person who, who acts on what I hear the Lord telling me to do. And then he wants to be the loudest voice in your world. So, would we actually be a community who lets him be that, that person, lets him be that voice? And you know, that's, that's all I've got. I felt like um, there's a whole lot of things I could have said, but I felt like the Lord was just like, nah, shut up, Jen. I want to do some business. And so, um, yeah, there's a few things I feel like he's got for us tonight, but I want to invite you to stand. We're going to invite the Holy Spirit, and we're just going to see what he's going to do, um, because that's more fun. It's a lot of fun. That's how we're transformed, is if we're willing to put ourselves at the feet of Jesus and and let him come and do his thing. So um, if you're new to this or if you need a reminder... um, just want to well, uh, invite you to close your eyes. Um, you can put your hands out in front of you. It's just a sign of like, yes, Lord, I'm here. I'm ready. Um, I want to I hear from you. And I'm just going to invite the Holy Spirit. I'm going to see what he gets up to. So, um, yeah. Holy Spirit, come.